Life Christian Centre is a church located in the city of Adelaide. It is made up of people from different backgrounds and walks of life who have been transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us online at www.life-church.com.au We have a special treat today. I've asked Pastor Mario Penguin to share the word today. For those that don't know Pastor Mario, he and Mary are the lead pastors of C3 Liverpool uh, in Sydney. Pastor Mario and Mary were both on staff here at church for many, many years. Uh, Pastor Mario is passionate about the things of God. Um, I know you're going to be blessed by the word today. So why don't you open your hearts and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you today. Amen. Good morning, Life Church. So good to be with you this morning. I just want to thank Pastor Joe and Lana for giving me the opportunity to be able to speak into your life today. Um, I pray that um, no matter what you're going through this morning, and maybe what you've been through just recently, that this word will be a word of encouragement. It's quite strange that here I am in Sydney and uh, recording this for you, and you're in Adelaide, you're gonna be watching this. Uh, Probably a new way of uh, getting guest speakers to come and visit churches. It's like the new norm, uh, the new, new day for us you know and uh, but you know I pray that as I, I preach this morning that God will bless you I pray that as I share this message God will bless you and um, so looking forward to coming back to Adelaide I know you've closed your borders down but I'm, I'm praying that somehow those borders will be open so that we can come and see you lovely people there in Adelaide and come and see the church but um, I want to pray this morning before I go into my word and uh, I, I pray that as I, I, I share, God will touch you and bless you no matter where you are. I want you to just bow your heads, close your eyes as we pray together and ask God to bring revelation to us through his word. Father, we just thank you for all that you've done in our lives. We just thank you that right now as we sit together and, and uh, we look at your word, we pray for the, the power of the Holy Spirit will just come and touch our hearts, bring revelation to us, Lord God. We pray, Father, that this word will be a word in season for each and every one of us, no matter what it is that we're going through, no matter what is confronting us. Father, we pray that your word will be a word, not just a word of comfort, but it will reveal your plan, will reveal your purpose for our lives. We just thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The title of my message this morning is called The Waymaker. And uh, I thought, well, you know, our politicians have been talking about us getting through this and getting through to the other side. I really believe the one who's going to get us through to the other side is God because he is our way maker. And so I've got a scripture for you that I want to share found in Isaiah chapter 43. And I'm going to read verse 15 to 19 from the New Living Translation. It says this, I am the Lord, your holy one. Israel's creator and king. I'm the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry pass through the sea. I called forth mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candlewick. But forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry and wasteland. And it's taken from uh, the book of Isaiah and and much of Isaiah's writings, uh, the prophets saw the future, saw the difficult times that it was approaching the people of Israel. He said there's going to be a time of captivity. 
He said there's going to be a time when we're going to be taken away from our homeland. We're going to be exiled from uh, our homeland and we're going to be brought to foreign lands. And if you know a little bit about biblical history, you find that that was fulfilled during the Babylonian exile in 586 BC. And you know what? As the people of Israel spent years in exile, uh, became decades. So year after year went by and all of a sudden there's decades. And I'm sure the question in their hearts of the Israelites was this. Is the situation that we find ourselves in hopeless? Is there a way out of this impossible situation? Will this difficult time ever end? And I suppose that we can relate to what we've been going through, not just in Australia, but right around the world. Is this difficult time coming to an end? And it was just when people were just about at breaking point and lost all hope that God stepped in and spoke to them. I want you to know this morning that no matter how dire your situation may be, no matter how bad things may look, it's never too late. There's always something that God can do. It's never too late for God to intervene into your life, into your situation, into that thing that is just bringing you down. And in Israel's case, God does intervene and he begins by speaking to the people of Israel and he reintroduces himself. Verse 15, it says, I'm the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king. I'm the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. See, he reminds the people of Israel, hey, I'm God. This is Yahweh speaking to you, the great I am, the self-existent one, the ever-present God, the holy God, creator and king. He reintroduces himself. Maybe you find yourself this morning feeling a little bit like Israelites. You're looking at your situation. You're looking at what you're confronting and you're saying to yourself, God, where are you? God, where are you? Can you see what's going on in my world? Maybe the difficulties that you face have darkened your world and clouded the skies and you can't see, feel or even hear God. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like God is so far away, possibly he's disinterested in what's going into my life, going on in my world? Maybe he's forgotten me. Maybe you have forgotten that the one who is on your side is eternal, is all-powerful. He's the ever-present God. Let God reintroduce himself to you, confirming to you that he is your Lord, that he is holy, that he's creator and that he's king. That he says, I am the Lord, your holy one. You're holy. It highlights this incredible relationship that God has with the people of Israel. There's an attachment between God and the people of Israel. There's a sense of belonging. There's a commitment made to each other. There's this incredible relationship between God and Israel. God says, I will be your God and you will be my people. There's an attachment there. There's a relationship there. And God wants you to know that that same relationship exists between him and you. He is your God. You are his child. There's an attachment. There's a belonging. There's a reliance on God. There's a commitment that God makes to us and a commitment that we make to him. And God wanted the people of Israel to know that he was with them. God wants you to know that he's with you. He wants you to know that you belong to him. You are his. You've been created by him. You are his child. God wants you to know that. 
And he wants you to know that he's for you. He's uh, got a purpose for your life. And there's no way he's ever, ever going to forget you or leave you or abandon you. That's the incredible relationship that God has with the people of Israel, but the same relationship that God wants to have with you and me. And then what God does in this passage is he brings remembrance to Israel. In verse 16, it says, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. He said, you know, God loves that when, when we remember what God has already done in our life. He reminds us, he reminds the people of Israel, hey, this is what I've already done for you. Haven't I rescued you in the past? You know, it's so easy to forget what God has done in our life. The things that, the good things that God has done in our past, how he's rescued us. In other words, God is saying to the people of Israel, haven't I been there for you in times past, in times of need? Remember how I delivered you. How often we have short-lived memories and we forget all the good things that God has done for us. Israel was at a dead end and it looked like there was no way forward or no way back. They were hemmed in by the desert and in front of them there was a Red Sea. There was no way forward and no way back. But God says, remember how I made a way through the sea. Have you ever felt like God has led you to a dead end? I know sometimes I felt like, God, you've brought me to this place and it seems like it's a dead end. Now, if you were the people of Israel who just left Egypt marching across the desert and then all of a sudden you got the, the armies chasing you down and hunting you down because they want to kill you and in front of you, you have the Red Sea, it would be logical to think, God, you've brought us this far, but you've brought us to a dead end. We've got an army pursuing us and we've got the Red Sea in front of us. And then what does God do? He does the impossible. See, when we think that there's no way, they're going to be destroyed, they're going to be captured, they're going to be slaughtered. When there seems to be no way, God makes a way. I want you to know that at times you can be following God and following the design path that God has for you, for your life, and it may lead you straight to a Red Sea or lead you into a wilderness that appears to be insurmountable challenges that may even appear to be a dead end, and God brought you there. See, God's path may lead to a place where it seems like it's a dead end. There's no way forward and no way back. I want you to understand something. See, in the same chapter of 43 of Isaiah, verse 2 says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Note that it doesn't say, if you go through deep waters, or if you go through rivers of difficulty, if if you walk through the fire. It says when. It doesn't say if. It says when you go through deep waters or when you go through difficult rivers or when you walk through fire oppression. It doesn't say if. It says when you go. See, the expectation is that in this life, even when you're doing 
what God wants us to do, wants you to do, oh, often we will go through deep waters. We'll be in the thick of things that may seem overwhelming. When we go through raging rivers and face all sorts of opposition, difficulties after difficulties, one thing after another, yet you will get through it. The comforting thing that God wants you to know is this, that he's going to be with you. God is the one who's not going to allow you to get drowned. God is the one who will not allow you to be burned or consumed. Now that makes a big difference. Thank God that he is able to make a way where to us it seems like there's no way possible. There's no way out of it. There's no exit strategy. I don't know about you, but I would rather that, that God brought me around stuff. I would prefer that he, that he said something like this, when you go around deep waters, I'll keep you safe. When you go around the raging rivers, I will keep watch. When fires of oppression and flames are all around you, you will not be burned. I would love that God makes a way around difficulties. I could even cope if God says, when you go over difficulties. In other words, when I bring you over the Red Sea or over the flames or over the raging river, that gives me a feeling that God comes and lifts me above the situation. But it doesn't say if, it doesn't say around, it doesn't say over. It says when you go through. See, the negative aspect of through is that we have to go through it. But there's a positive. The positive aspect of through is that we do get through it. See, Israel had to keep walking and God will be there to see them go through it. But they had to keep moving forward to get through it. Can I say to you this? If you're going through some stuff, if you're going through some difficulties, if you're going through what I would say a wilderness experience, where it seems you've got incredible opposition behind you, and when you look in front of you, you see no way out. Can I say to you, don't camp there. Don't stop there. Don't accept your lot and believe this is where you were meant to remain. Can I, can I encourage you, like the people of Israel, that God was going to make a way through the Red Sea, but God wasn't going to pick them up and bring them across to the other side. They had to take a step. We call it a step of faith. Stepping into the water. They were going to go through the water, but God was going to make a way through it if they only would keep walking. And God parted the Red Sea. But Israel had to take the first step. And then another step and another step until they crossed over to the other side and they were delivered from the enemies. I want to say to you this, that God will make a way. And the choice that you and I have is this. Will we take the first step to our victory? Are you prepared to step and keep moving forward? I love the fact that God reminds Israel that he had done some incredible things in their past. And I don't know about you as I get older, I love reminiscing about 
the great things of the past. But you know, God is incredible because he says, I want you to know who I am. And I want, you to re- I want to remind you what I've done in the past. But he doesn't stop there. Because many times we stop and we reminisce of the past. He says, hey, verse 18. I've done a lot of good things, but forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, he says, I've already begun. Do you not see it? Question. Then he says, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry waste. So God says, forget all that. Forget everything that I did in the past. Forget about the desert and the Red Sea. See, what I did there was pretty cool. But that's nothing compared to what I'm about to do in your life. God says, I'm about to do something new. And then he says, see, I have already begun. He says, I will make a path through wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. I want to finish with these words this morning and these words over your life. I want to speak them over your life. That God is about to do something new in your life. No matter where you are or what dead end you may find yourself in, when you begin to see with eyes of faith and hope and see what God is about to do. Say, Pastor Mario, you don't know what I'm confronting. I don't know what you're confronting. God does. But I dare to believe that no matter what it is that you're confronting, God will see you through and will bring you to a new place where he's doing something beautiful. I want to encourage you not to just stay focused on what's been done, but to look forward to what he's going to do. He is doing something new. He says, can you perceive it? Can you see it? He's making a path where there is no path. You may have even told yourself, there's no way out of this. But can I say to you, can you see what God is doing? See, it's often we don't see what God is doing. We only see it later. When we're going through, we go like, I don't know what you're doing, God. I don't know what you're up to, but it doesn't feel too good. And then what happens is later on, when we've been through it and we get to the other side, we look back and say, that's what God was doing. Now I see it. Even when we don't see it, he's still working. The funny thing is, even when we don't feel it, he's still working. He's always working on your behalf. And he's always making a way through what appears to be a wilderness. Maybe there's a dry spell in your life right now. Maybe as you look at your life and you look at your circumstances, there's not too much good right now. God wants to reassure you this morning that he's making a way. But he's not only making a way through the wilderness, he will create a river of refreshing in the midst of a wasteland, in the midst of all that appears to be dry, a river. He says, I will create a river. In other words, it makes me understand is that as I'm walking through this wilderness, this dry land, there's not even a dry riverbed. But God says, hey, I'm going to bring you through it. I'm making a way through the wilderness and I'm going to create a river for you. 
So he's going to create something that we don't even see. That's why he says, can you see it? So in the midst of what appears a lost cause and seems like nothing good can be found, God will create a river. And we know one thing. Where there is a river flowing through a wasteland, it won't remain a wasteland for too much longer because vegetation is going to spring forth. Life is going to begin to break forth. In conclusion, God wants you to know that he's your way maker. He's the one that's going to make a way. Now, I love our politicians and I love the leaders of our country and around the world. That We're going to see it through. And it's good because we can help each other. But you know who's really going to see it through? God is going to see it through. Because he's going to be, he is your way maker. He is your miracle worker. He is your promise keeper. Because that's who he is. And I pray this morning that no matter what you're going through, no matter how past your life may be right now, and you're even wondering, is God still for me? Is God even seeing this? I want to say to you, God sees it. God is with you. And God is making a way where you think that there's no way. And not only making a way, in that midst, in the midst of that parched land, in the midst of that desert and wasteland, God is going to spring forth a river. I believe it will be a river of joy, a river of life, a river of new things, because that's what God wants to do. Now, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that no matter where you are or what it is that you're confronting, that God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will just come right now and confirm this word to your life. He's your way maker. He's with you. He's going to make a way through where, uh, what seems to be no way. I can't get through this. God will make a way for you. I can't see anything good come out of this. God is going to bring some good things into your life. Can I pray for you? I want to pray. Bow your heads right now, wherever you are, wherever you're watching this, this video clip. I pray that God's presence will come and just bless you. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you that you promise to be with us. We thank you, Father, you remind us of what you've already done in our life. But Father, we thank you that you also confirm to us that you will always be with us. And no matter what it is that we're going through, you will bring us through it, Lord God. You will make a way where appears to be no way. You will, you will, will make things happen, Father, where we think nothing good will ever happen, Lord God. Father, we surrender our life to you. We surrender every difficulty to you, Lord God. We surrender every, everything that we're confronting right now. And Father, we pray for your help right now. We pray that you will just bring us through it, Lord God, with your presence, Father. And we will be able to see the good that you're doing, Father. Not just for this day, but for years to come. We see, we'll be able to look back and see what you brought us through and uh, what good you've done in our life. We just thank you for your word. Bless every hearer right now. Father, touch every heart right now. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, just touch every single person. We ask these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. What a great word. Uh, 
God can make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. And what a great song. God is working even when it doesn't seem like he's working. He's still moving in our hearts and lives. Why don't we pray? Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for this time that we've been able to spend together. You're such a good God. You are the God of uh, making a way, Lord God. You're the God that the great things in our lives. You're the God that can make a way where there doesn't seem to be one. And Lord, we submit and surrender to you. It's coming week, Lord God. Let us honor you and glorify you in everything that we do. Be exalted and lifted high, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you.